right. Everybody ready? Let's do it. All right. And go. for that lovely intro music. You're welcome. I was overruled as between that or birthday sex by Jeremiah, but this was better. This, sure. is, this is a very special KVKL podcast. We're doing a crossover with our friends of Birthday Bros. To my immediate left is David Dechuck Owens. Hey. Then we have a special guest, Angela the Impaler Finch. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, thanks, thank you. Thanks for clapping for me. Well, I love that nickname, Taylor. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's thanks to Isaac Combs, or your former teammate for that nickname from several years ago. Thank you, Isaac, for revealing that. Yeah, plus it's a good role reversal for the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> next to Angela, we have Simon Master Race Skinner. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> <laughs> and to his left, we have the infamous Jason Cooker Huang. I am the genie in the bottle, but not Christina Aguilera way. No. You're not going to rub me the right way, honey? <laughs> no, I'm not going to rub you the right way, no. Right. I'm not going to get dirty then, Marisa. Stop it. <laughs> All right, so quick announcements. This week, um, because we have Game of the Week and because Parks and Rec is weird, we, we are switching YSC 1 through 4 to the Holcomb Fields. Boo. Oh. Yeah, so uh, that I think that short that short fence that Holcomb left is in play for whatever game that is. Um, nice. So now I'm feeling really good about that uh, 2.5 home run bet that we made during the betting podcast. Oh no. Um, also, since we're going back to game of the week, we're also going back to shed pickup. So good news, bad news. So the home teams at five o'clock have to come by the the shed at Art Emergency on nine. Boom. Boom. So that means all the captains. To come pick up our stuff. Yeah. Uh, cleanup, I think, has been emailed to captains, and it's like it was. First come, first serve. Four teams are designated. Yeah. Oh, God, I haven't paid attention to that at all. Yeah, Honey Badgers, Triple X. I can't remember who the other ones were. So we're going to switch things up this week in honor of our birthday bros guests and plow through the scores and uh, then if anybody in the audience wants to talk about their game, they can come up to the mic and do so. Uh, but then we're going to get heavy into discussion. So without ado, uh, scores. Honey Badgers, Nat King, Cold Cocked, Jazz House, 14 to 4. <laughs> 23rd Street, Puff Puff gave Hookah House all they could handle, 20 to 7. J-D-E-V-E-A-T, the late fees, 8 zip. Muddy Water boarded Louise's. Thanks, Adam Mitchell, for that. 26 zip. <laughs> Red Legs Rabona Empire, 21 zip. That's funny. Cork Suckers KO'd the R Bar. And we're just going to call them the R Bar Rum Runners, I think, from now on, since uh, we got the pirate thing going. 12 to 3. Love Garden didn't quite anger bang Brutang. Uh, we could probably call it like a mildly upset bang. 21 to 8. 
Sacred Sword Circumcised Kicking Assets, 26 to 8. Har- <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Harpies Alliterated, The Reading Rocket, 16 to 6. Shirt Factory squeaked by Drop Stoppers, 4 to 3. Red Lion Tavern, Shotgun Young Spine, 12 to 6. Tree Care Cornhold the D Holes, 11 to 2. Post House Shizaga Stomped, Free State, 25 to 1. And Woost Raw Dogged Poshwash, 9 to 7. Can we get rid of that association right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also had Bunton Grind Burn Down the Home Loan, 17 zip. The, the Porn Spatulas. Indecently exposed asteroid head, eleven to four. Johnny's was on the spot against the Mahomies, twenty-nine to three. And last but not, not last but not least, Soda jerks off the ghosts, eight to six. <laughs> it felt good. Oh, that's too far. <laughs> not enough people here speak German. I think that's the problem. Uh, does anybody want to talk about their game? So we're going we're gonna to dive into some of the games during our discussion as well. Yep. But one thing about the Birthday Bros podcast is that Simon and I share the same birthday, which is where the origin came from. Yeah, yeah. Birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Love you, bro. <laughs> Love you, too. So what we do is we really like to talk about how people can get better, how teams can get better in the league. So today we're going to break down where does your team stand as we finish up uh, the preseason here. So, where does your team stand? Meaning, are you in the bottom five? Are you in the bottom half? The mid? The top half? Or are you a top five team? And so, we'll kind of dive into some different things if, if you're falling into one of those categories, where, what you could do to improve. And then we'll also dive into some of the things about the game. So, why don't we, why don't we start out with the, the bottom five? The Cougars. Cougar? Oh, oh, that's me. Uh, as, a, as a veteran, as someone that's the bottom Good five segue. team, that was very well. So, what's the questions? Now, let's let's uh, yeah. let's, let's talk about what are maybe some common issues that a team in the bottom five has, and it's something that if if you guys have any input or games that you think uh, added value to, hey, this was how this team beat us. Feel free to hop up to the mic. Well, there's one obvious question. I, you know, this is not disparaged to all of my teammates, the rest of the teams. There is one simple word: uh, talent. That's, that's yeah. All right. It's true, Marisa. We don't have talent, okay? Uh, your center field is bad. Don't give yourself enough credit, man. You guys played a pretty good game against Johnny's. We can't hear you if you're not at the mic. We don't. Yeah, we, you're right. We didn't get shut out by Johnny's. Actually, that's I take true. that back, we Katie. Usually we can't hear you from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Matthew Cosgrove about the ghost. So, uh, Cougar, as I was reffing your game, your yes, center fielder was just literally hurting himself so much we almost had to pull him from the game because he's just catching everything and hurting himself yeah Sounds like the whole late. time you're yelling at him no i'm not yelling at him that's not true he, that's i was yelling at other my other teammates uh were to be yelled at um but no not him because he he's our best player uh, talent wise but he's injured because he he did a uh mma fight uh that saturday and he was he, he's injured but as a trooper he is and probably not for his the best well-being, he's still out there trying to play, uh, play center field. But you know, he dropped a couple of catches. Uh, by gosh, the Johnny's uh, Tavern, the ladies just ate the outfielders for lunch, uh, especially uh, Jesse going five for five. 
But um, Cougar, Cougar, you were telling your outfielders to move in when the girls were there, and they were crushing a little it. bit, a little bit, yeah, but not that much. But I, I told them the, like, the I late, move a little bit, still move back a little the bit. The Johnny's ladies were kicking it over your guys' heads more than the Johnny's guys. They were, guys. you're right. But they were, but the, the right field was crunching in too much. I told them not to. Uh, but but Ryan, you know, our center fielder was doing the best he can. But so, but it's talent. Well, yeah. So <laughs> thank you for the elaboration. But hey, let, let's let's Touching talk about subjects. yeah. Let's talk about understanding maybe your position. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Do, are people paired? Are people put into the right spot? So do you know if you're an infielder or an outfielder, or do you switch around every every you know every game? Do you play a different position? So let's start off with where do you put your most experienced players? What position? In general. In general? Yeah. Charger. I, I think. I think, uh, here's, here's I think the, and the better first question is where do you put the players that are about to retire because they can't move very fast anymore? <laughs> Center field. Coach. That's where I am. <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, where do where do you put your best player? I, I put like say the most experienced players there. I would say um, at third base. At uh, pitcher, and I'll say at uh, first base. Uh, unfortunately, uh, our team doesn't have the flexibility to move players to other positions there because I've known these players long enough where certain players clearly they're outfielders, other players clearly they're infielders. I just leave it as is. I don't try to mix it up okay. um, because just I just I know their you know talents and, and their acumen. Where like if you put this outfielder on the infield, not going to go well. With infield, outfield, not going to go well. well. Even though we're getting their brain speed every week. So, so hey, I'm, I'm going to cut you off, Cougar, sure. and I'm going to let Simon and Angela, who are obviously they're on the top teams here, kind of get, give some advice in this situation. Please okay, do. so Please do. where are you guys putting your top talent, and how are you actually assessing what position they should play? Go ahead, Angela. Um, well. Uh, <clears throat> One thing I look at, and I don't know, I don't know a lot about your team, Cougar, but I would ask, like, do you have a lot of new players on your team, and do they have a? I think before you start with, you just throw out ta- the word talent. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have a basic understanding of the rules of the game and sure. those little idiosyncrasies? Yeah. Like you can't run through second base. I've seen so many players this year run straight through second base and you know they don't stop same thing at third right. base so i think teaching yeah. kind of those little things first and those the, just the basic understanding of how yeah. the game works yeah. is a good place to start right and i'm not saying it's your team but mm-hmm. a lot like for instance my stepbrother plays on home loans um or little rascals the new team and this is their first year playing so a lot of them it's like they're shell-shocked they don't really know what's going on so I think a good place to start would be, you know, explaining what every what every position would be, and that's kind of what David was talking about, um, right. and how you would assess. Like, you have a team of players who have never played before. Mm-hmm. For instance, like you want to put one of your better players at third. Look at maybe their their past with sports. Like, were they a goalie in the past? Do they have mm-hmm. a really good arm? Mm-hmm. Are they good with reflexes, or are they really fast? They can track a ball in the outfield and know how to catch, like, played football right. or things like that. So that's sure. something that I would look for um, when picking, like, where players should go on the field. Right. What about you, Simon? Yeah, so we – for me, the decision is, like, so if you're picking up a, new, a brand new player who's never played kickball before, are you looking for a – football player, basketball player, soccer player, baseball player. 
Number one for me is, do they have softball or baseball background? It's much easier to explain the rules of kickball to someone who has a background in baseball or softball. Obviously, the best hybrid player would be someone who grew up playing soccer and baseball or softball. Or elementary kickball. Or, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Our rules are totally fucking different. <laughs> but I feel like elementary kickball, you could have just a kid who's just hit puberty first, and he's just like, I'm the best kickball player yeah, yeah. ever. It's kind of like for, for uh, KVKL, you want somebody who is a hybrid soccer slash baseball or softball and also has a Ph.D. in figuring out <laughs> complex rules. Right, yeah. Well, I think yeah. that people don't give basketball enough credit in this, in kickball and how it translates over because – the relationship between being able to pick a ball up and chest pass it or, you know, just having those reflexes. I think mm -hmm. having a basketball background and being able to cut makes a big difference in playing kickball. For sure. And I, I think if you talk about big ball versus our league small ball, it's less of a factor as far as the chest yeah. pass goes. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, because I can't chest pass worth a shit. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about practice. <laughs> practice. Pra <Talk> about practice. <laughs> Practice. Not so, the game. Not the game. Yeah, I would just Happy say birthday. If, if, Alan you, Iverson. if you are somebody who is brand new, embrace the discomfort of a kick around, going to a practice. Like, as much as it sucks to be in front of a whole lot of new people and drop a ball or, I mean, whatever that experience may be, kick a bunch of balls, pop-ups, or whatever it may be, embracing it is, like, really important because it could be like Angela's first game. Which was Hobbs. It was lights. game of the week, first game. <laughs> I had no idea. I was recruited by JP on Channel Six. He's like, "Yeah, show up at Hobbs, 9 p.m. No big deal. Show up, and there's like 200 people there." And I'm like, "What the NBD. fuck is this shit?" Like, right. Right. So my first kick pulled my quad, and never missed a game ever since then. <laughs> so we're here. That's like a familiar first game injury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so the question is, when you have a lot of bad players on your team, mm -hmm. where do you put them? Right. If you're asking me, I'm not. No, I'm not asking you, Cougar. <laughs> no, we should. Yeah, go, <laughs> ahead, Cougar. Should. go ahead, Cougar. We should. Where would yeah. you put no, them? No, 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 no. Okay. As, as far as, like, the not-so-good players or at least the least experienced players, you know, I would put them, you know, if I was the outfielder, I would put them more at uh, right field. Um... It's because at left field, I feel like you look, um, that's where more balls would go to get the righties. Um, as, I was always put them at rover. I was put them at like second base, and re regrettably, if, if need be, there put them at catcher. And unfortunately, with my team is like kind of limited for catcher. That's a pretty important position. It's a really important position. But you know, with the, with the limited you know the players and experience and stuff like that, I had to put someone totally new to have to basically learn catcher on the fly. And that's just uh, just not by design. It's part of necessity. Right. So. Do you feel like a catcher makes a lot of decisions, though? Or do you feel like catchers more of athletic ability? I think, you no, know, catchers can make a lot of decisions. Like, uh, case in point, as far as you got to communicate with the third base person, uh, uh, baseman. With the, with the pitcher, as far as feeling buns, it's like, who gets it? And then also, like, where to go with the ball, whether you throw it to second or go through the third. Or if there's a, uh, a potential play at the plate, there that the catcher has to decipher whether he or she should either stay at home, literally at home, or charge the ball and, like, have someone cover home after him. So, no, I do 
you're, you have to make decisions there uh, as a catcher. So that's why it's really important. Which why it stinks for our team that I have to basically put someone basically new at catcher because of limited talents and basically learn on the fly. And any mistakes, I tell them, okay, now you know in the future when this happens, do this because I can give a whole encyclopedia of what to do. So, but he won't know. He he or she won't know until they actually experience it. And it really mistakes, like, okay, now in the future, I won't do that. Well, let's ask this then. So if you only have a few good players, where, where are you putting that person in the outfield? What's the most important spot in the outfield? Center. Center field. Center, Center. field, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then what about in the infield? If you only have maybe two good players in the infield, where are you going to put those players? I put third and first. First and third. Third and first. corners. First and third. It might depend on who you're playing to, though, because while – so – in, yeah. in the upper echelons, catcher is a very important position because there are so many effective bunters. But if you're in the bottom five and trying to work your way out of the bottom five, I think catcher is much more expendable. You want yep. first, third, yeah. and pitcher because, frankly speaking, the, the people who you'll be playing in the bottom five aren't as good at bunting, and they'll probably get them deeper. And so you want your talent in the, uh, at the corners of the infield and at the pitcher spot. The catcher doesn't really have to make that many decisions, to Simon's point, I guess. So for me, like you, you, you just need like a team leader in the infield and a team leader in the outfield. And so for me, usually the most experienced player, not the most talented athletically, is their center field because you can, you can direct where left field is, where right field is. You could even talk to your, your shortstop, your second baseman, and say, hey, I'm covering second base on this play. Whereas on the infield, I feel like the, the pitcher has to make the most decisions yeah. For the infield, and the center fielder likewise has to probably has to make the most too. Right, be and you can direct sometimes yeah. and so on. So is, yeah. is pitcher more important than third base? Um, as far as making plays, no. But as far as directing traffic, directing plays, yes. I would. I mean, I just okay. That's well, that's just what, my opinion, though. Let's, well, let's, I think that yeah, and I think that's strategy based too. Like we. I know you guys have a female pitcher, yeah. um, and sometimes do you use bunt stop, or you have her cover like up one? Yeah, we, we, we do bunt stop, but a lot of times we don't pull our rover over. We just literally just move our second base. Okay, yeah. so we, you know, on KTC, we have Kenny. I mean, he's like arguably the best player in the league at pitcher, and the reason we do that is, like you were saying, he controls the game. I mean, he's making a lot of decisions communicating with the outfield and going to get that right. cut off if Lou's not on that left side. Um, and one of the reasons we have him there is because, and he made a play on um, Sunday that, that you saw that was like yeah. once in a lifetime. You um, know, and Kenny's making those plays all the time, but that's yeah. why we have him at, at pitcher because he's able to, to do that. He's so athletic, and it takes away having that extra person at bunt stop because he's so good at covering basically everything within like a 10-foot radius on the left and right. So, 100%, yeah. And that, For sure. that gives you more flexibility Only. in the catcher position yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, Kenny's play was ridiculous. It was like so the ball let, was lined at him. Yeah. He just tapped it, and then he turned around and blind dove behind him to catch it without even knowing where the ball was, and it landed right in his hands. <laughs> okay, sorry. Describe that again. I, I, I'm not quite getting that. It, it was lined right at him. Okay. He shot his hand out and tipped it up in the air, mm-hmm. and then he turned the opposite direction from the way his hand shot out and blind dove behind him towards the ball, like 180 degrees back, to catch it without knowing where the ball was popped up. 
Right. But so, so how do we help mere mortals in this yeah. game? That's, that's, that's what we're here for. I, I how do we help mere mortals? Probably get going at to this kidnap game. Penny, steal his DNA, and then yeah. manufacture some new players. They've already got yeah. one and a half kids, so they're on their way up. But. Right. I also I had a quick thought here too, um, because that I think another answer to your question, David, is that some of Cougar's players' best players are actually playing for different teams instead of a position on his. It's and true. that's something that unfortunately just happens to, to bottom five teams. Yep. And so part of the question, maybe it's unavoidable, but part of the question is how do you keep those people on your team if you're going to sneak out of the bottom five? You can't. And, no, we, we cannot. Well, and look, this is, this is part of the reason I think what Lady Bird has done has been so incredible because they were the worst team in the league and they slowly worked their way up. And now they are in contention for a one seed um, without losing a whole bunch of people. And, I mean, the secret recipe there might be youth and uh, youth social networking. Yeah. And here's Austin from Johnny's. Uh, yeah, I'm Austin from Johnny's. Um, our first – dang, that's not nice. <laughs> our first year we started out 0-5, I believe, and we were in the sixes and we swept. And to answer your question, it's, it's retention completely. You have to build an atmosphere where people want to come back next year. You have to – Go out with your team on the weekend. You have to sit together game of the week. You have to just, like, build each other up. Um, we've lost a lot of players over the last five years, but we still have, like, the main core, and we're arguably top five, top ten in the league now. And we started out 0-5, so. Yeah. Yeah. you got to hold on Attention. to Attention. That might be the most yeah. important thing. I got something to say about Johnny's. <laughs> I got something to say about Johnny's. These guys – and I love this fucking guy here. This is Ricky speaking. It, yeah, Rick from Jazz House and Fall Ball Kickball League in this particular place. The first season that we started Fall Ball in 2012, this guy brought the KU Rugby Club in to play Fall Ball. And he had some of the best athletes we've ever seen on a kickball diamond, and they had no idea what to do. And it was hilarious. You would see him make an incredible catch in the outfield. Amazing. And then throw to the wrong base and let two runners score. Yeah. And so he's had his work cut out for him, but he's always had good athletes on his teams. Yeah, sure. and I, I think that really is a good point for the bo like the newer teams. Like, if you guys have some athletes and you're struggling, oh god, just, just keep going. And who is this? And this is Sean from Luis's. Uh, we literally have a, a KU rugby, rugby player that was with Austin, and he fucking threw the wrong fucking base, <laughs> but he, he threw it on a fucking dime though. It was it was fucking right there. So that might just be a rugby thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're not the smartest guys. Not the smartest. So basketball, soccer, baseball, not rugby. <laughs> not, not rugby. Not rugby. Super athletes. Although yeah. I will throw in an aside here. Um, you know, CrossFit took their lumps. They seem to have kept most of the same people and actually added a couple. And they look Arbar. a lot better than they did. Arbar. Arbar. They're yeah, called Arbar. Arbar now. Was CrossFit. And they seem, they seem better now than they were uh, last, last time around. They so. blew out Rockets the, the, first, the first week. I mean, yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, they're a couple players away from, like, inching into the, the 20 spot. Well, let's dive into the bottom half and kind of the mid-tier mid here. So it, we've got Matt here. How about the Ghost? What's going on with the Ghost this year? Because we're, ta we're, well, hey, so we're, we're talking. We're going to each tier. We're going from the bottom five, like my team. To your because, team. Hey, so so fill it, fill us in what happened in the last game. I'm 
really butthurt about losing that game. I'm not going to lie. But um, <laughs> Derek and I were talking before the game started, and we were saying I think we've played at least once, if not twice, a year for the last six years, not counting the forfeits that we had to take from them. But I think we've only beat them once, maybe twice. So it's always a competitive game. We're always evenly matched. And we just – our kicking's not so great. Speaking of practicing, we took some kicking practice after our game today, or on Sunday, and had like seven or eight of us out there doing some kicking practice after. But I just, we had, speaking of, of Sean, Sean from Louisa's, we have them this week, and I'm not going to lie. I'm a little, a little worried. Yeah, I'm a little see, if, if, uh, if you guys lose to Louisa's, you're going to have to come back and tell us what it's like to be a bottom five team. <laughs> I don't know, but but I mean, in in our defense and re- retention, talking about retaining a team, like most of our team are OG ghosts. We've got what four, four or five OG ghosts on our team that have, yeah, fifteen year plus players that have been on the team. Five five or six plus players on the team. A lot of us don't really hang out. We just gel when we play on a Sunday or hang out at game of the week, and we shit talk and tell each other happy birthday on our Facebook page and we just like playing with each other and that's what it's really all about more than anything I think so um it's Matt Cosgrove, Matt Cosgrove. Yeah. hold on it's just Cosgrove so, did you um, raid Rip Torn's wardrobe or what's going on with that what? shirt man hey <laughs> straight out of Miami Vice. knew you knew me so uh you look good you look no good. what, what kind of happened with our last game is we had a, basically we're not very organized and it's just the too many people problem. Well, no, we don't have too many people. No, we have we have we have a pretty good like minimum. What happened was we had some players that weren't just like we didn't know if they were showing up. We kind of forgot. We got drunk. Oh, this guy said he wasn't going to be here next week. Last minute lineup changes, and so we have an issues. We had a couple issues with that game with base running, and if we didn't have those issues, we would have won that game. It was not our defense at all. Our defense was. Yeah, four, Go, to, four was, to three is a. Our was, defense was, was ghost I defense. The game. It was decent. But we had, as, as Cougar decent. can say, we had plays where we should have been listening to our base coaches, or the coach should have spoke to the person kicking beforehand. And I think a lot of that can, when you improve that, you can move up. Yeah. So, I no, I appreciate that. Let's let's Thank talk you. about understanding what to do with kicking, right? Because I, I think when we all go up to bat, everybody has this vision of like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Some people may not even have that, but really there's just kind of a breakdown of a couple kicks, right? It, it's, it's about production. Yeah, so, I mean, you have, a, you have a kick to get on. Right. And you have a kick to advance the runner. Yeah. And then you have a kick to do both, I guess. If you're, exactly, yeah. If you're really good. There are like those, those precious few in the league that could – uh, just kick the balls out of it no matter what and so it always works but yeah right. so I guess walk me through like a when when a team says they struggle to score runs or to kick what is what does that say to you like when you hear that as an issue what do you think of as a solution they're not getting base runners on so your leadoff their number one goal is to not bunt it's to not kick a home run their number one goal is to get on base so your leadoff runner, uh, leadoff kicker, I'm sorry, their goal is to get on base. And so it's whatever their strength is, whether they're a good bunter, whether they're a good kicker, their goal is to get on base. And so if you're not doing that, um, it doesn't matter where you are in your lineup, there's going to be guys who aren't really built. They're not built for being a leadoff 
kicker, right? So if you have a guy who normally kicks away, you're not going to make that guy bunt. If he's not a good bunter, don't tell him, hey, just bunt, man, just get on. No, you're going to tell that guy, kick a base kick, you know? Get on base. So assess your leadoff runner. I think that's important. Right, yes. Leadoff kicker, yeah. Well, I just want to be simpler than that. Um, just kick it fair. Uh, and I guess he's like, you know, he's obvious there, but like, unfortunately, in our game uh, against Johnny's, it happens in the next game between Ghost and uh, Soda Jerks, there was a player that fouled out. Um, in our case, like, he tried to bunt twice, and the game was already out of hand. That's a 30-pack. So That's a 30-pack. If you're a 30-pack, yeah. On our team, you know who you are. You probably owe a 30-pack. Not for me. I don't drink. Um, after two pots, I was like, you know, just kick away. Hey, Cougar, you, you were just asking for it. Now you have to take your shot because <laughs> you said you don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Fine, I'll drink. Okay. In, in Junior's defense, James got into his head, so. No, that's, don't blame James for that. That's Junior's fault. Don't blame James. No, don't blame James. That's on Junior. No, no, no. I know. I might just be biased because um, we have we usually have a, a like line drive grounder kicker in the first spot, somebody with speed. But I hate the leadoff bunt because if you do it all the time, everybody knows it's coming. And when you get to the top, you really kind of need the is he or isn't he as opposed to everybody knowing what's coming. Unless you were like a perfect bunter. And right. I, I saw. I mean, when we watched that, uh, when we watched some of the games in uh, on the game of the week broadcasts. It's just the leadoff bunter just wasn't getting it done. It was getting out every time. Grasshouse right. wasn't getting on. No. Yeah. No. Same, thing with, uh, no. same thing in the Shirt Factory Red Legs game. Shirt Factory Shirt was bunting leadoff no. every time, never making it. Free State, too. Couldn't get on. Uh, Could not get on, no. Well, um, and you talk about, like you said, you use the word production, and this might pertain to more newer players, but I think other players who have been in the league a long time, too, you know, they base their value on how many times they get on base or how many times they score themselves. But if you have base runners and they're in a scoring position and you score them, that's just as good. I think, you know, you need to let people that's know RKIs important. are just as good as a, as getting on base and, um, you know, being able to advance a runner when you've got runners on one and two and you're able to kick to right field or bunt up one or whatever that is, you know, let your players know how important that is because, I mean, me as a player, there's nothing more that, than I, you know, seeing you get someone out who was in a scoring position that could have potentially scored over you. So um, I think that's what you mean by production yeah, and being yeah. able to string those, string that together in, you know, getting on base and then getting those players around the bases, whatever that takes. And, exactly. Yeah. And real quickly, the piggyback you said there, Angel, that's as production as far as knowing what you're doing, getting runners to score. That's also on the captains to get these newer players to know what they're doing. Case in totally. point, this, this happened in our game against Johnny's, and that was 100% my fault. I was running on second, and third with like no outs, and then the guy, you know, who fouled up by the way, not the same uh, at bat. He should have just kicked away and get the sacrifice fly. Unfortunately, I wasn't paying attention. I should have told him like put him aside, like, hey. Get down the outfield, get productive outs just so you can score this run from third to the home. I didn't do that. Instead, he's went with usual with bunting, and he popped it out to the pitcher. And as soon as we realized that, I was like, oh, shit. And that was 100% my fault. That's on you. Not, that's on me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And not having prepared what he's supposed to do to help the team. And what happened, fortunately, the inning, uh, run, run the second, third, no outs, he popped out. Next two, got out. So, run around third, was stranded. 
and I was so flipping mad about that. I was cursing myself. I was just 100% my fault. I even told, uh, and in, 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 I told the player that popped out, not being told to kick out in the outfield, hey, this one was 100% my fault. I should have told you to kick out there. He's like, no, it's, like, no, it's so, me. So one thing I'll, I'll just piggyback on that and just say is that a good, a good approach if you're a team captain is just to ask your player, hey, what are you thinking? It's not necessarily to dictate to them what they should do yeah. uh, because – like Simon said, not everybody does the. Not everybody is able to do the same thing. Um, so, just asking what they're thinking, and if it's good, then hey, go for it. If it's not, maybe make a and, suggestion. And don't let perfection be the enemy of what's good. You know, so if you if you have a player, you, you don't want to say, "Hey, I want you to do a liner right over the shortstop." No, if bases are loaded <laughs> and there's one yeah. out, just get it somewhere in the outfield. Don't yeah. worry about where it's going. There. Don't aim it whatsoever. Do, I just want you to. Get it to the outfield, you're going to score that runner at third. So. Like another good way to look at it is when the top teams play each other, you don't see them scoring 25 runs apiece. So you're not, you're not going to win these games with offense. You're going to win them by manufacturing runs and playing defense. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. one thing I was going to bring up, too, is that we talked about having players in the wrong positions. I think in this division here and, like, the middle to – the, the bottom half, sometimes we get players locked in the wrong positions. And we also switch people around a lot. Any pointers on assessing if you've got people in the wrong position or, like, how often you should switch players to try out new things? Red Lion is strictly missionary, so I can't really comment on this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Favorite positions? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't like to experiment a lot unless you're playing a team that you kind of feel like the game is well in hand you know i i have like my veterans are at third first and pitcher you know and catcher so you're basically you're like your your best players are at those positions that you need them to perform game in and game out so there's a flip side to that too if you're yeah. on, if you're on the opposite side you can experiment when the game is well out of hand but if you're i have yeah. shit kicked out of you you can try oh, exactly. you yeah to. for sure 100 percent. i also think this is for like teams that are not doing well yeah Versus the teams at the top. So I think that there's some experimenting that may need to happen. I could yeah. be wrong. Well, oh, and yeah. I think that a lot of that experimentation also could come from the player directly and maybe not necessarily from the coach. Because from a co coaching perspective, you might think someone's really comfortable with playing first base or really comfortable with being out in the outfield. But in reality, they might want to try pitcher or they might want to try third base and say, hey, you know, like that looks like something I can do. So if you have a player who's – you know, who is comfortable enough speaking out about that, try them out there because they have the confidence to tell you that there's probably something there. That's a good point. And I think about that there, Angela, is that with me, and I don't know about the, you know, of course I'm a bottom five team, I don't know about the bottom half or the middle team, is that the communication is the key. You ask, what I do is like, I hope the others way, you ask that player, is like, okay, what are you more comfortable like? What, what if you try to do this position? And Grant, I asked them before, the game and it's I'm not sure if I like it. Now I'll try it. Okay, we get that. But if they speak out like you said, like, hey, can I try a pitcher and so forth? And let's say the game's already out of hand. It's like, you know what? Okay, go for it. And I'll just do that. And here's Marisa from Kicking Assets. What's up? So what do you do when they speak out and they say, Hey, you know, I really want to do that, so I really want to do that, but you've seen them in those positions and they are not good. That's a really good question. That's a good, that's yeah. a good question. That's yeah. kind of like uh, that get boils down to you know, a big difference between top half and bottom half is just generally communication um, and how do you manage the personalities, I guess. The spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, uh, we just kick assholes off the team, but I don't know if that's the correct answer. 
I, wow, hardball. I, I think you just, you just be honest with them and say, hey, like, this is the person who plays this position. Are you better than them at this yeah. position? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then that's the answer for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah. or maybe even asking, like, hey, what are, what are three positions, like, that you're interested in? Because, mm-hmm. hey, third base, pitcher. No, 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 no. I, I think what actually probably – sorry, I was only asking because I'm like, well, that sometimes works, so, like, letting them speak out on things like that. Yeah. When you limit what you actually say, hey, I think you should try this, this, or this, instead of saying, what do you want to do, this, this, or this, just say, hey, I want you here, here, here. Which of those do you want? Because that's where yeah. you're going to be excelling at, rather than giving them options of saying – where do you want to go? Like getting their hopes like, up? Yeah, instead yeah. instead of giving them and very limited like, amount of where you're going to go, saying, yeah. here's where you're going to play. Which and I brought position. up that point, too. It's like when you have a player who's been at a position for a really long time, and they say, hey, I've been at first base. Like, I'd like to try third, and you've never seen them there. Like, if they're speaking out yeah, about it, try it out. Maybe <laughs> Jazz House, maybe try out Lee at third. I don't know. He's uh, Veteran, got an arm, I don't know. I was actually thinking I've been in right field and I belong in the bench, but the same kind of thing. <laughs> same, same. Oh, my gosh. So I think that's a good point if you, you're looking at maybe your top talent on your team, nice. seeing what, hey, what are you comfortable with, lesser talent. You're maybe saying, hey, here's some ideas. Uh, yeah. No, all you. So you're sure again. Yeah, uh, from Louise's. Yep. Uh, we were playing Muddy this week, and I was like, hey, let's figure out our secondary positions, because let's figure out the fuck where you can play if someone someone's doesn't... Someone's gone. Yeah, someone's gone. Let's figure it out, because we're getting our shit kicked in today, no matter what. Yeah. So let's figure it out, and figure out where people can and can't be. And all I realized was, I need to be in fucking right field, but I, at that point, I was in walking boot. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, not, not, bitch. I mean, but that's a good point. Like, what so do you learn goes. from it being beat by 20? Yeah, yeah you have to make the most of it. And yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree yeah. with that approach you. because like, you can... We, you, knew we, were gonna, we knew we were going to rest Yeah. So what, what was something that you learned from that? Um, you said right much. field? Not much. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, I was in the dugout with a, in a walking boot. I'm not anymore. Got it. I only so, watched like uh, it was one, not good. one kick in that I'll game and you. I learned that Isaac is fast. That's what I learned. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Is he the will. Guy? Well, I, th- I think that's the right approach because if you're if you're yeah. getting kicked in, um, you have to f- you know experiment, figure out what works, and also, that'll put you up against uh, other teams that are similarly matched. That's the only way you can really improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, we existed uh, a month ago, right? And uh, I just like all right, Burbank, glue, and get the team together so we can have a team. Yeah, that's well, uh, yeah. that's probably something we forgot to mention when we're talking about the bottom five teams is. Part of it, uh, part of the player retention is just everybody has to understand for the first five weeks you're just going to take your lumps because yeah. it, it takes a minute. Also, to... it was a lot to even get the team together. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. like the, the day before the team, before the first games, we did not have enough guys. Like, like, hey, can we help? We go, yeah, like we can, but yeah. they're not res- they're responding. And uh, it, it was really difficult to get that. And then it broke my fucking yeah. leg. And, but you guys have been forfeit. Once people get out there, they usually come back. We damn near back. forfeited the first game. Damn near, yeah. yeah. But once people get out there, they usually come back. It's just holding on to them. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can hold on to them. And uh, we're going to be ghosts. Oh, it's on. So, uh, oh, Katie might have left. <laughs> 
obviously, so obviously now I play for Post House, and we've been bl- bludgeoning teams. Destroyed. Um, but, you know, for six years I played on a team called the Mad Greek. Back, back when the KBKL was uh, all downtown businesses. And, uh, you know, for the first three years, we pretty much got our asses kicked. And, um, and we, we started to practice. And I, I, I had, like, bunting practice for my team. You know, like I held – you know, that's the thing. When you're, when you're trying to get better as a team, you have to practice. And it, I don't know. I've, I don't know how KTC is and Muddy Waters is, but, like, most of us – on my team have played kickball for years so practice isn't really i mean I'm, i'll be honest we don't practice we had, pra- we had a, yeah we had yeah. a practice bef- like b- before the season started but it was like five of us it's always five of us you know um it's not just the skills thing either getting yeah. those a little bit of practice in helps with the communication issue. right and I, but like no offense but when you're getting your ass kicked if you if you're not learning from that ass kicking then you're not doing it right yep um you, when you watch when you watch a team kick your ass and you see how they kick your ass and you feel that feeling of get your ass kicked and you and you if you just accept that and just Very go about your day and no nope, change anything then you're not doing it right yeah. you got to make changes you got to make adjustments and uh, you got to learn from your mistakes and um, that's all I'm gonna say. As uh, captain of the Red Lion, Chris never be recommends a steady diet of drinking. <laughs> drinking practice. Yeah. I mean, Red Lion's actually at fault for all this ass kicking because after you guys beat us last year or last season, we were like, never again, <laughs> never again. <laughs> Just keep on telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> you want to go a little bit? I, I, I want to say something about all refrain about yeah. the, the rivalry between Red Line and Post House. But, um, so when we talk about the nope. falling into like a, the three or four spot, I guess with this, Simon, you were at the uh, the Woost game, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, I felt like it uh, was a great game. It was a pretty good game. Yeah. I mean, who won? I didn't remember. Oh, oh, are you trying to rub this in? What? Oh, Sean. Uh, no, no, no. It was it, the, the Woost pulled it out. And, but you weren't there for it. I know. And I, I was know, very I sad. I was like, I really, I really didn't like, know. I was, was like, where's my birthday, bro? Question. Where is he? The woos pulled it out, but Dave just dropped his balls on the table. <laughs> no, I ref that game, and it was a game of capitalizing on errors, basically. Um, I think both, both defenses had errors, and the Woost, the Woost offense capitalized slightly more than Poshwash did. On the errors. This is the first time. I mean, for the most part, I think in the last few years, every time we've played, we have always lost. Here's Sean. From yeah, uh, Sean, Sean, you want Sean to share this? So uh, it was a good game, great game. Uh, definitely capitalizing off of a lot of errors, uh, especially in the outfield. Um, not knowing situational kicking was, I think, biggest for both teams. Uh, not as bad as I saw Jazz House, though. Um, <laughs> We ha- we're a young team, so I think we are kind of in that discussion of falling into a four. Uh, we've always been a three. Right. Uh, we've been a three for a long time. A couple times a two. Um, yeah, I, I uh, just we, get the distinct impression that Cosgrove threw you some money on uh, that uh, Poshwash is going to be a three bet. And no, that you guys you, you, know, you know, that's what's terrible is I think I was – I believed it more than anyone. It's, it can still happen. Um, some crazy things would have to occur. Uh, but I think we're kind of settling into that four. 
uh, but it's more going to kind of the recruiting. Uh, we've got a lot of new younger players, uh, some people coming back that haven't played in a few years. We have three returning starters from last year. So it, yeah. we're in that awkward growing phase of the week before. Uh, we did kind of similar thing. We threw people around in different positions. We were playing John Denver. Uh, what kind of discouraged me at the beginning of the game was I went in and told everyone, hey, we're going to get our faces beat in. We're not expected to win this. Let's try and learn positional kicking, uh, different fielding positions for everybody, see where they're comfortable at. And about, I'd say maybe 30% of the new players just kind of were like, what the fuck do you mean we're going to lose? Like, and then they just totally tuned out. And, you know, but going into this week, we kind of learned what we were dealing with and just didn't grow enough. You know, like too many errors, not enough good base running. So Woos pulled it out. Uh, I mean, it was a great game. Like, it was a really good game. Uh, I I personally don't think it should have been. I think we should have won. I think it was a must-win game for us this season to get that three, and now we're looking at a four. That's a good – it's kind of touches on another good point about recruiting, though, because it's kind of like if Poshwash really has taken on a whole bunch of new young players that are good but just aren't there yet – and they wind up in the four still, then could be one step back, two steps forward kind of thing. It's all about the playoffs. Sometimes you just take your lumps. Yeah, that's true. It's all about those playoffs. So those new players that haven't done so well thus far, by the end of the season, it's a long season as far as kickball goes. Yeah. By the end of the season, those those new players could be game changers for that team. It took Jazz House a few weeks last year, and then they were just – Gangbusters, exactly. Yeah, until the playoffs, and it takes it takes playoffs, it yeah. takes a lot of mistakes to make a great player. Yeah. By well, the way, uh, talk about the posh washing three returning players and a lot of uh, new players. Same thing over Young Spine. Would you say Ben is that they only had, like three returning players for Young Spine? Yeah, and they got they got some athletes, but it's you can tell it, it's really just an experience thing sure, for them. Sure. They they could they they could easily crawl out of the the uh, bottom five, maybe even the bottom twelve. Um, but it's going to take a little time. Yeah. yeah, I think they have a lot of potential. They yeah. were very athletic, and you could tell a couple of their guys it was their first game, and you know they were a little bit like. I, I heard one guy ask, "How many? How long do we play?" You know, and the, and the center fielder was <laughs> wow. like, "Well, we play nine innings or two hours." It's like, "Well, it's not going to last two hours, dude." But yeah. you're going to be out here for nine innings. And yeah, I'm really curious to see what happens with them and Arbar, who play each other this week. Um, mm. But I think by the end of the year, if they kind of figure it out, I think Youngspine could be in that, like, 20 to 25 range. Um, and maybe Simon um, now might be a good time because Bunton Grind has been pretty impressive this year, really, compared to, to past years. It seems like they've got, like, a little something extra. Um, and uh, you guys are going to play in this week, right? Yes, So I are. guess we're kind of looking out for... If, you, if uh, you've seen anything in the scores to date that suggests to you what they might have done to, like, crawl out of bottom 20 and into, like, possibly top half. Yeah, I mean, i got to be honest. I uh, When I looked at our division, I checkmarked Love Garden and Free State. And no offense to Bun Grind or Brew Ballers, um, but what's, what's, what's Bun Grind's Brew record? <laughs> No, I thought I was just showing you button grinds, like, results in their uh, records. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I'm showing. That's all. Um, but, yeah, no. That's probably a mistake on my part, but I have not I have not paid attention to button grind. I'm you not got a prediction lie. for your score? No. 
I don't, I don't, I don't say, I don't say that stuff. Is what? it going to be more bunt or more grind? <laughs> um, I will, I will say, I, I heavily recruited this year, knowing that most of my team is pretty old. Uh, I'm getting married this summer. Uh, so uh, uh, all the honeymoon and all that, all that stuff. Wild boys. Um, and so I heavily recruited, and it was like I knew because we, we've had, like, so many injuries this year. Uh, like, la- like last game, Richard got injured. We have a guy, a new recruit, got, broke, his, broke his foot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. care. That's just broke like foot. it's yeah. an epidemic. Not having played for a year, yeah. everybody's getting hurt. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's um, the thing. I also heard you instituted a new offense this year. Yeah? Did I? Uh, I think it was called <laughs> the Hot Brown. Can you <laughs> Can you tell us about the hot brown offense? Oh, no. It's a sandwich. <laughs> well, what's, a, what's on the outside and what's in the middle? I don't know how to play off of that. I don't know how to. Don't know. You're right. not throwing me a meatball here. You're throwing me a curveball. <laughs> well, speaking of top 15 offenses, you want to talk about what makes a team in the top top 15? Yes, top let's, five? let's talk about yeah. that. I, I also kind of like the uh, – so. Bottom half to top half. What uh, what can the what can the bottom half teams do to get to the top half? Okay, maybe let's just all of us kind of list maybe five things that make a top five or fifteen offense. All right, I'll go first. Yeah, bunt defense. Wait, that's defense though. Are we talking about offense? Uh, We're talking about all around. Everything. Okay, everything. Okay. All right, what do you got? Um, I have. In, ge- in general, in general. Oh, sorry. Go for it. Oh, what's going on? All right. Sean or Katie? Here's Katie from the Ghost. Shut we got Luis's in front of There's a lot of rabble, rabble going so on in the audience here, guys. We, we have a new rivalry starting. Uh, if, if we win, if the Ghost win, Sean has to buy me a lap dance at the Bird. Or, or vice... <laughs> Lunch or a lap dance? Or, 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 about, or lunch, vice versa. Lunch and a lap dance. Friday? Fried chicken Friday? Fried chicken Friday! Yeah. Thank you, Ben. There we go. Thank Sorry. You, thank, you. thank you. Bye. All right. That's the fucking bet. All right, what do you got? A pre- going down, Ghost. What do, you, what do you got a prediction? I'm going Ghost by two. Luis is by 20. Luis is by 20. <laughs> Someone's up by 20. Apparently, Sean was inspired by a certain someone about the 20 uh, uh, winning mark. Is that correct, Sean? I came back from a fucking broken leg in two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> All right. So All right. Let's, move on. Let's move on. Let's move yeah. on to talk about characteristics Things of the matter. top 15 teams. Yeah, we got bunt defense. That's what I bunt think. Bunt defense. So that's one. Uh, killer. So mine, I've talked to Phil, uh, old captain of Wildman, uh, new player for the Rockets. Killer instincts on the running path. So when you're running the bases, you are constantly trying to get to the next base. Top 15 teams do that. But killer instincts can be, can, should be more calculated. I mean, there's one thing to be killer instincts, then another thing to be like going cowboy up running uh, as far as running the bases. And there's one team, there's two teams I know, I know they're still like guilty now, who are guilty of going too much cowboy up, running around bases like it's no tomorrow. I'm talking about Red Lion and Harpies. So we, we could say too, too good base coaches. 
also. If they listen. A- Angela, listen. what do you got? No, I was going to say, you know, listening to your coaches in general. And I think in the top, at that point when you're in the top 15, your coaches should know what you can do, what your strengths are, what you're good at. So being able to, to listen to that coach and then execute what they say. All right. Another one is the entire team has a strategy. It's not just the coach just keeping that strategy inside. There's communication. We're all on the same page. This is what we do in this situation. This is what we're going to do overall in this game. There's an entire team strategy. You don't yell at your players. Uh, I would disagree with that. <laughs> I think <laughs> Wait, no, no, agreed. No, no, no. I, I who yells at their players? Huh? Yeah. Who yeah. yells at their players? Yeah, who does that? Who yells? Simon? No. Who does that? Cougar? Me? <laughs> I would do that? No. No. All right. I, there is a difference between motivating your players and yelling at your players, right? Yeah. Actually, Cougar, this is not a podcast. This is actually an intervention. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're all here. Please sit down. We're all here Simon, to sit you down. Too. Just to let you. What, no, you're, what, you're, what are you talking you're about? You're intervention, too. No, no, what are you talking about? If anybody about? yells at the players the most or anybody can hear from another field, it's me. People can hear from me from the other field. So, yeah, if it's an intervention, I'm listening. I'm, it's, it's both of you. It's both Simon. Ooh, I got one. Speaking of intervention. Alcohol control. And you. And Austin. People that can handle their alcohol. You don't like the bottom fifteen always have somebody that's hammered. Man, this went from uh, <laughs> birthday bros podcast to the all girls podcast. <laughs> all right. Recruitment, another important thing, I think being able to recruit good players. Yes. Speaking of recruitment, there's there's Kenny, there's Kenny, Kenny, best player in the league, best Kenny, and best pitcher, Nicole. and you know you know who recruited Kenny, you know who recruited that guy, Paul Santos. Well, it's true, it's a true story, it's a true story. Him. Paul Paul did do that. Yep, he, he did. stole him. He did. <laughs> All right, Kenny's just speak. Now, here, here it comes. Here, here comes Kenny. Kenny. He's a speed. Best thing was it was at a tea shop down the road. <laughs> the cheese shop? Is that what you said? What? Tea shop. Yeah. Oh, tea shop. I thought uh, the cheese the, shop. The story goes is that Kenny shop. was ordering a sandwich and Paul Santos saw that butt. <laughs> and he was like, I'll tell you that pickle. He was like, I need that guy on my kickball team. Nicole, can you speak to this? Oh, my gosh. So, met him there and speak he up. was like, if you want to try dodgeball, you can. You can kind of come and try out if you want. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, if there's fucking tryouts, it's going to be pretty hardcore. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, do you play kickball? I was like, I don't know. I've never, I think like fifth grade was the last time I played. So, yeah. Kind of stuck since then. And history was made. So, we've got a few games that are going to probably determine the one spot. Johnny's. JDE. JDE. Yep. Yep. What do we got? What do we got? Predictions on this game. Uh, so it's Johnny's versus who? I'm sorry. JDE. JDE. John Denver. Uh, oh. Yeah. You gotta hold this though because uh, I'll you go first. Pick them for it and shit. I'll go first. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Johnny's. I'm gonna go with Johnny's by five. Uh, oh, we got to pick go. numbers here. 
I'll go. I'll go, John. John Denver. You're gonna go, John Denver? Yeah. Yeah. And do you have any any reason for that? Uh. Well, when I played when I played against Johnny's. Yeah. I felt like they're they're still figuring it out. It was the first yeah. game of the season. They were sloppy. Very sloppy. Only yeah. mostly one player that switched between catcher and center field. Uh, is that Michael Litton? Michael? <laughs> no, no, it was Austin. Oh. Oh, Austin, why are you playing? <laughs> okay. No, the other, so the other right. catcher is super fast. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, other, yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's really one who's super good. Yeah. He's a lefty. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to the uh, predictions not game. Ben, should we do our predictions right now since they already did theirs or not? I know. Are we still in discussion questions? No, we're still discussing. Now they should do the predictions for JDE no. Johnny's. They just did that. I, I think time. we should probably move on yeah. to like kind of they predicting the, the next week's games. Yeah. Oh, did we cover uh, what what it takes to be a world beater like post house? Well, why well, well, we got there? Waters? Yeah, that's, that's true. Oh no, yeah. no, no. All right, what's it take to win a ship? There we go. Yeah. What? So what's the difference between uh, winning and being, say, the fifth team? There we go. We have so many secrets. Um, <laughs> Share them all. <laughs> we have so many secrets. Um, Hold well, on, let me grab my pump. So I've pen. noticed, I just want to talk about this because I've noticed that post house, you guys have like 30 players, and that's completely <laughs> opposite of what, what Kansas Tree Care. We have like 12 on our roster mm-hmm. because we want everyone to be able to play and like get their reps in, and we don't want a lot of people split kicking and. Um, we believe in like knowing your position and everything. So I just, I know you talked about kind of like preventing injury and like you think people might get injured. Is there another reason why you have like so many people? Wow, oh. I feel attacked. Oh, oh no, I'm legitimately like I'm wondering. She stares me dead in the eyes. <laughs> just sitting over here, you you are being attacked, and she said you're doing it wrong. So well, hold on, Let, let's 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 qualify this first. Angela, how many championships do you have? Champion championships? Yeah. For KVKL. Yes. I have one. One. And, and, and how many years have you played? Um, I have played since 2015. Okay. So Simon, I've been, I've been playing since 2005. How many championships have do you have? Two championships. Okay. She's, um, she's got a better percentage than you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I played in three. So what? Well, what about the, to answer the question though? Uh, Having a lot, more, having more players on your team this year than you did last year. Yeah, because we're old. I mean, that, that's the, that's the bottom line. Like we're aging. Um, like I said, I'm getting married, and I'll, I'll be gone on a honeymoon. There's you know, a yeah. lot of factors. So, um, one thing that happened in past seasons is you have injuries. You have people going on vacations. People have lives outside of kickball. Surprise, surprise. Um, so for us uh, this year. Even our subs are better than most most teams' players. So, I mean, I, I mean that's that's the that's the main thing. I'm not like recruiting extra players that are just dead weight. They're all they're all talented. Cedric. So you greedy fucker, give some players to Cougar. <laughs> so yeah, there, there might be some players who uh, don't get as much playing time, but. The, the quality of players that I've recruited are people who understand that it's a team sport. Everyone plays their role. Everyone plays their part. And uh, we're all, we all have a common goal of winning a championship. Do you, uh, do you see you guys' rotation just getting a lot tighter as you get into rank playing playoffs? Um, yeah, well, for the next yeah four games or so, yeah, it's going to get a lot tighter because of injuries. Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, so that uh, that'll change. I mean, it'll get a lot tighter for the playoffs. 
based off of performance. Yeah. Well, and I, also, I, just as an aside, I know I was giving you shit, but uh, the Wild Man Championship is still one of my favorite. The year you guys became the Hate Fuck team and won the whole thing, just love it. <laughs> uh, just against it. Uh, 2012 or 2012? No, no, the, the most recent one. Oh, oh 2017. Uh, my heart. Uh, 17. Uh, against yeah. against KCC. Yeah. yeah. All right. Best cool. championship game of all time. Yep. Fantastic. I wasn't on that team yet, by the way. I wasn't on that team. I was <laughs> yeah, the, you were the missing piece. Although, uh, it was funny hearing you talk about when you first came into the league with uh, Channel 6, too, because I don't know if you were listening to the podcast ever at that time. No. But we were talking about you a lot. <laughs> I heard that. Who is no, this new pitcher no, on Channel no, 6? Mike yeah. Anderson. And I heard you know people talk about how we were on steroids and everything, too. Like I don't forget. I know who's saying that. But we, I, I mean, we lost to Sacred Sword. We were so shitty, but I didn't know how bad we were. So if you have no perspective and you don't know, I didn't know how many teams were in the league. It was like, sure, we had some close games, but I didn't know that we were bottom half. Yeah, it takes which, a season to kind of figure nice. out what everything oh, and, is. And, yeah. and by the way, when, when we played in 2016 against uh, Happy Shirt, I had Chloe uh, as our two kicker. And I said, I'm paying homage to Channel 6 because yep. Angel was their two kicker. Right. That's literally what I said before we played. Yep. Any, any, other, any other closing thoughts on the, the top five here? Oh, um, you, no, I mean, at, any, at, at any this championship point, like, you know, being, being on Kansas Street Care and being on, you know, I've been on a couple of good teams too, like Love Garden. Um, like Simon's already said, you kind of have this cohesive feel of like what the main goal is, and everyone's on the same page. You don't have players who are who are out going rogue and like doing things that they think is going to be better for them and not the team. And um, I think that's really important. And what your take on your question on recruitment is like every time we think about bringing a new player in, like how is their energy going to affect our team? Not just like what can they add for their one specific part on the field you know you we're talking about like how are they going to be in the dugout how is it going to be off the field um like being very selective about about that being positive and not having someone who's just going to bring like negativity to our team is really important Angel, are you saying like one particular player in the league that's like that <laughs> no i'm not at all i am not who shall remain nameless I would not, I, that totally. person knows who he, that person is <laughs> Uh, yeah, so all, all I really gather from the uh, discussion about the top five is the one, two, and three teams need to drink more all the time, especially during and before we their drink, games. We uh, drink. We drink a lot. More. We drink. Uh, we do. We're trying to drink. <laughs> so, I'm like five Moscow mules deep. I couldn't even remember what this was called. We're not playing now, though. So it's, it's, you guys are too good. It's fascist. You guys need to get more drunk and level the playing field. That's all I'm saying. By the way, I can speak for this. For her drink five Moscow mules, she has supersede that Asian gene of, of us, my people, not being I've able to drinkers. I've got Asian flush. I've got Asian flush. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're much better drinker than say, I am. <laughs> I'm just pathetic. So. All right. Everyone's better than I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Before we, uh, before we get into next week's games, I want to thank this week's sponsor, Red Lion Tavern. Oh, wow. That was okay. We were way late on that. Uh, well, oh, well yeah. you know. I don't, I don't want to overpimp, but uh, just so everybody knows, Chris bought a bunch of beer for everybody to take shotguns at Game of the Week this week. Um, oh in addition to hosting all the soccer games, having the foosball, having the pool, being the uh, unofficial official KVKL after-party destination, um, they've been a longtime sponsor. And it's just a big round of applause and thank you to Chris. Woo! 
In case people know, what's the address of Red Lion? You're at... Uh, I can't remember the address because I'm drunk every time I leave there. I think it's 944 Mass. All right, and you wouldn't want to give out the phone number, would you? No. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Email? Uh, is there a website? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Facebook slash Red Lion Tavern. If you can't figure it out, then I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and, also, and also, June 18th, uh, Betsy and I will get married to Abe and Jake's, and afterwards... We all plan to go to Red Lion to drink with our friends who right. who are around town. So that's our that's our destination spot. So thank you. Early congratulations, and I can't wait to get drunk at your reception. All right, so let's uh, let's look at next week's games. Um, first up, we have Button Grind at Post House. Button Grind is two and one, um, but I suspect in two weeks they're going to be two and three. Um, this. In my eyes, this division's already decided. Yeah. Simon, do you disagree? Um, I it's, don't disagree, but I'll say it's over. Yeah. It's over. It's yeah. over. It's over. Yeah. It's over. So I, I think Button Grind loses their next two. Post House in a walk off, walk away. Yeah. No shutout? No. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say no shutout. No, it's yeah. over then. We're the talk of shutout. I, uh, if you couldn't shut out Freestand, I don't think you shut out Button Grind either. I mean, yeah. it's probably yeah. it's probably shine a flashlight between yeah. them at this point, but yeah. Yeah. that gives you something to work for, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sharpening our knives. Or sharpen the horns. All right, agreed. So. Post house. Post, yeah. All right, Post we're in house. agreement. Next up, we have at YSC1, 7 o'clock, Asteroid Head at 23rd Street. These teams are... Basically playing for four the four five. seed, yeah. Four five, yeah. So they were kind of our, um, you know, their their uh -oh, bottom half looking You're to Stacey, improve. Not YSC one. Oh yeah, oh, sorry. Right. It's, it's, it's changed. It, yes. Sorry. It's Holcomb Field to be determined. I think it's red. I think one got moved to red, two got moved to blue, three got moved to gold, and four is it left? I could be wrong, but definitely not that one, two, right. three, or that four. Right. Can we flip this to put the teams with the strongest legs at left? Can we let's put Asteroid ahead at Holcomb left to give them a, 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 a puncher's chance against twenty third Street? All right. Anyway, so they're both one and two. Um, they both beat Hookah House, uh, but twenty third Street beat them by thirteen. Asteroid Head beat them by three. It seems like twenty third Street gets the benefit of the doubt. Anybody disagree? No. no. Don't just change the property crap. A to B, B to C. No, that's not going to work. Um, I, I got Asteroid Head. Um, no, I think, they're, they're, I think they're the better team over 23rd Street. Really? Yeah. I'm, yeah, going, yeah. I'm going 23rd Street. Yeah, yeah I am I'll too. go Asteroid Head. I'm Asteroid, Asteroid Head no. kicks dingers. Yeah, I'm going to go with Asteroid Head. All right. Well, I'm going to say it's 23rd Street unless they're at Holcomb left. How's that? <laughs> no, no, no. Then I think, uh, I think just they get too many home runs for 23rd Street to keep up. Next, we have Red Legs at Kicking Assets. Oh, God. Red Legs. Red Legs? Red Legs. Yeah. Red Legs. Should I say shutout? Should I say shutout? Mm. I'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you on this one if you want to. No, th no shutout. Yeah, no I shut think Assets has no too many kickers out. to no get shut out. I don't think Red Legs go back-to-back shutouts. All right. No, so next up, we have uh, D-Holes at Triple X, Kiss Hug Kiss, Porn Spatulas, whatever you want to call them. Tic-Tac-Toes. Get it right. Yeah. Stop it. Tic-tac-toe poke? No, tic-tac-toes, no. Yeah. Um, I played both these teams this year. I'm going to go with D-Holes. Their defense is pretty good. They've got some veteran players, so I'm going to go with 
D-holes. Yeah, they're basically playing for the twos here. Does yeah. anybody uh, anybody want to take a flyer on Triple X, or are we thinking D-holes? Uh, I think uh, Thomas is still recovering from my bachelor party. <laughs> so I think he, I think... I think Triple S is going to win this game. How much time does he need to recover? My gosh. Wait, Se- several weeks. Oh, no. What's that? Several weeks? Yeah. So it's in the IL, several weeks to the recovery? No, the recovery is a positive thing. He's, he's going to win this game. When you have a life-altering oh. experience like Simon's bachelor party, it's, it's tough to Nubuary. not dominate coming out, I guess. All right, so next we have Shirt Factory at Sacred Sword. So this is, this is a weird game now. Um, and we didn't talk about it earlier, but Drop Stoppers lost to Shirt Factory by one run. Wait, did anyone see that? No. No one no. saw that? I, it was I just heard, like an enigma? I heard that you know, from Adam, the captain of Drop Stoppers, that Shirt Factory popped up a lot of balls uh, out in the outfield. Uh, they should have bunted more and take advantage of their um, you know, beat, beaten up uh, uh, status. And here's Max. Yeah. Hey, Max. I, I repped that game. Drop Shoppers was on their shit. They kicked amazing, and at the very end, I think it was Andrew, like, slid into home, mm-hmm. and McCray got an out. We spent, like, five, ten minutes talking about this one, the very end, last play, because it was yeah, just the game. Yeah, on Facebook, too. That's it why I asked. Not, it should not have been that close. Sure yeah. Factory was just getting three outs. Where were you reffing? Home. I was doing the book. You were doing the book. I was doing the so book. So you thought he was safe. I thought he was safe. Oh. Third and head ref said he was out. Right. I couldn't see it because uh, he the just said safe. Away. So. Let's see. Let's see. So so very close. Down to the last. Down the last. The last play. Down to the last runner. Yeah, down to the last out. The more important question is: Do you think Drop Stoppers is better without Bryson? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, so anyway, I, uh, we had Shirt Factory over Drop Stoppers by one, Drop Stoppers over Sacred Sword by one, so the scores would suggest this might be close, but... No, I heard a, sacred, uh, a source told me, sacred, no, Sacred Sword would be missing players, Marisa. Marisa, your anti-Shirt Factory bias, quiet down. They are, what are you picking here, Ben? Sacred Sword's missing players. I heard from a source that Sacred Sword's missing players, Marisa. Okay, well... So, Sacred Sword's missing players this next Okay, week. just to clarify, it's nothing against Shirt Factory, it's just... No, you have a bias. Just, no, um, Sacred Sword, I mean, shit, 26 to 8, they got so many home runs, because they were hitting the balls all the way to the fence, sometimes even over the fence, I mean, they, I had no they're idea that they had those week, deep kickers, pla- so, they're, they're being missed if they here. don't have all their players, I can see them losing to Shirt Factory. Yeah. They're not going to be in the We still. should also mention, that this, this gonna is, is going to be at a random stop. Holcomb field that we don't know yet, so anything is possible, but... Um, I, I guess I'll, I guess my thought is it's got to be Shirt Factory because if Sacred Sword wins this, this is already a fuck division because they're like oh, all I the teams are. I think we ref this. Yeah, they're on gold, yeah. so it's a it's a big field. Yeah, if if uh, Sacred Sword wins, this entire division is just completely fucked. There's so no, you really I'm think, picking Shirt Factory, yeah. but rooting for the fucked. <laughs> but Shirt Factory, they're not going to lose two divisional games. There. Come on, not two divisional games. No. Hey, man, I'll go said, Shirt Factory as well. Shirt yeah. Factory, yeah. Come on, Shirt Factory, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Sacred Sword, Marisa, your, your predictions last week, you were drunk. Stop it. <laughs> you said D-Holes would beat KTC on a walk-off last week. Am I crazy, or did I? Did she also say that D-Holes, or that uh, Drop Stoppers had a chance against Shirts Factory, and they almost tied him in the bottom of the ninth? So, watch yourself. She me. also said that uh, Love Garden, Brutan would be a close game. It was 21-8. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. So she was drunk most of the time. See? <laughs> All right, next up, we have uh, Tree Care at Hookah House. So this is a 3 0 versus 0 3. Shout out. Cougar yeah, says I'll shout agree, out. I'll agree with the shout out there. Shout out. I can feel like Hookah House might be able to put one run no, on the board. Shut out. No, shut I predict no. Tree Care getting tired of winning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Angela, do you have no, anything to say about yeah. this one? No? No. That's very demure of you. Uh-huh. Here's, here's my prediction. Angela gets the shut out at the final out. She'll spike it on the ground and just, like, stare it down at uh, Hookah House saying, what? <laughs> Yeah. No, totally me. I, I mean, she's been staring me down all night. <laughs> That's my prediction. All what? right. What? Next, we have what looked like it was going to be a competitive game before the shellacking last week. It's Jazz House at Muddy Waters. And Muddy oh, doubled up Jazz House last year, 14 to 7. Yeah, Rick, Rick. Right. Rick, do you have a, a prediction for the Muddy game? I'm going to tell you right now, Rick. Your team last week against uh, Honey Badgers. Did not look good. I did that broadcast. Non-pressed. Non-pressed. Cougar. Non-pressed with your nope. Mutter, uh, Cougar, can I say something or do you want to talk some more? <laughs> Ooh. Go on, Reebok. Go on, Reebok. Go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to quote Cougar here. Muddy by 20. Does that make you happy? Muddy by 20. That's actually Bryson's That's thing, Bryson, not me. Yeah. Oh, that's Bryson? Oh, I thought it was Cougar. That's Bryson, not me. Oh, 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 okay. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Um, yeah. Uh, we stranded 15 base runners in that last game. And so I'm just having some trouble with the bottom part of my order. And we'll get it sorted by tournament time, I'm hopeful. But, yeah, Muddy's going to kick our ass. But we're going to have fun. We're all friends. And, uh the p- most exciting thing for me next next week is that I get to ref John Denver and Johnny's. Yeah. And that is going to be a really, really exciting game. And I'm also really, really glad that I'm going to have a couple of buddies from Muddy to help me ref that game because gonna, that's going to be a close game. Yeah. yeah. I'm really okay. glad that those four teams are on the same field. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to say is uh, a shout-out to Kenny and the Honey Badgers. Those guys are really, really good. Kenny is one of the best third basemen I've ever seen in this league. The guy, he's so fast. What's his and last he, name? Kenny who? Cabaline. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Cabaline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got, but, we, got, we got two great but, Kennys here in the building, so. But he was, he was just, he was just gobbling up our bunts, and he's so, he's so fast, and he just starts running the second they kick the ball. And I thought, he's got to be crossing the line. So I was watching it, and he doesn't. He never, ever does. He just, he just accelerates. He continues to accelerate, and he's able to pick up the ball and throw it while he's continuing to accelerate. And he was beating their catcher, Aaron, who's also excellent, Aaron Brooks, yeah. to, to, to the bunts to throw our guys out at first. Yeah, yeah. So Honey Badgers are definitely a force to be reckoned with. Um, and if they end up in the twos, it's going to be a lot of fun for them. Yeah, so. I was thinking the same thing as uh, if Muddy wins this game, I don't want to be in the threes with Jazz House because it, it takes them a few games to, to get uh, get the team in order, but that could be a massacre. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, also, if, uh, if, if Kenny's got a good liner, they're missing out on the uh, Kenny Caber liner nickname. Uh, next up, we have pick'em game number one. JDE at Johnny's. They made their pick, so it's our turn. So. I'm, going, I'm going Johnny's. Yeah. Uh, I changed it up. I changed it up. No, well, I've already we're also, Johnny's. We also need you guys to pick a spread on this one because this is the bonus game. 
Is, yes, that's true. So, um, so, so, what did you say, I, I, Angela? Uh, I Johnny's said Johnny's by five. By five. David. David, how much yeah. is uh, Johnny's going to win by? Friends. Johnny's by two. What do you say, Kenny? I mean, uh, uh, Simon. JDE and Johnny. So you said Johnny's by how many runs? I said Johnny's by three. Three? Um, so, so I'm going to combine the two of you, so should you go two or three? I'm going to combine you, you two. So what should we go, two or three uh, for the books? Call it. Call it. You know what? Since, since Give since them both. Three, three. That's fine. Okay, three. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Give, give them two and three. That's fine. Are you? No. Sure. Why not? The spread. The spread. No. I know, right. but they can have they can have both. Still unlikely to happen. Fine. Okay. I'll go next. You know what? No, like I said, Johnny's like I play both teams in. Both of us. Well, shocking. They bludgeoned us to death and run ruled <laughs> us. TKO. So. I, I just because I guess I get a little bit more like uh, like big game experience, a little bit more game experience. I'm going JDE. JDBA by one. One. I'll take the over on that. JDE by one. But it's going to be a really close game. But it's, it's going to be tough. Here's Lauren. Lauren! Lauren! Go ahead. Let me have it, Lauren. What? I'm just going to take another opportunity to recommit my bet here publicly. Tell everyone what the bet is. What's I'm going to give $100 to Burt Nash if we lose. If anyone wants to vote the other way, that'd be cool too. Avery. <laughs> I'm in with you. Lauren. Yeah. I've already got the flip side of that, don't I? Yeah. Okay. Good, yeah. good. You just Here. have to remind me because I was. Uh, hello, I made this is Austin yeah. Wagner. I'm the, the captain of Johnny's. I'm going to give a hunt. I'm going to give $100 to Burt Nash when we win. All right. Nice, nice. All right. I'm going to give $100 to Burt Nash uh, when JDE wins and when Austin loses. <laughs> so, JD by how many? Yeah, Burt Nash is winning either way. JD by how many? Nash by $100. So, look, JDE has been kind of sloppy. Um, but these teams are not that much different. Um, from where they were no. last time they played. And no. last time they played, JDE won 11-3. They both yep. got bumped in the quarters. Yep. I feel like Johnny's probably got a little bit better. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't say this because this is like their secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not going to say it. I'm All right, not so going to say it. Austin needs to shut the up. If we can get Austin to not coach at all i think they would win by oh dear. double digits oh dear. that's the secret recipe here's matthew Cosgrove, the ghost okay so i just ref the game uh with uh johnny's and wags being captain and um at the second inning he said guys bunts off but still be aggressive no he we yelled it right yeah but he was like let's not embarrass these people right and the whole time cougar was yelling at everyone on his team about how he sh he's better in their position so I don't know. Weird coaching styles. <laughs> <laughs> in summation. All right, and then I'm going to leave it alone. Right. But I've got, I've got mad props for Angela here because in the first game that I ref this year, once again, ever since Austin has been in the league, I have to explain a rule to him because he starts he, – he doesn't know any of the rules. He'll sit there and yell and scream, wait a minute, you can't do that. You can't. Austin, watch a baseball game. Never happened. Never happened.
Classic, classic Red League player. By the way, let me just say this about this JDE and Giants game. Um, one thing is we can cancel each, other, cancel each other out is that both of them have really, really good ladies on both sides. Um, last week, of course, you know, like Jesse went five for five and just like the eight or outfielders for lunch. But JDE against uh, 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 Mahomes in the first game, two, two of their ladies are really, really good. And not, I'm not including the, the one they picked up from the stands uh, because they look at the third lady and she went four for five. So even JDE, they have a good late, uh, couple ladies as well. So the ladies' fight will be canceled out because they're fantastic. So sides. can I just mention something about Kerry on Johnny? So when Michael played for my Thursday night uh, three six five league, he was like, "Hey, uh, my girlfriend could play if you guys if you guys need a girl. Like she she could be pretty good." And I was like, "All right, cool, cool, cool." And uh, we needed a girl, and so she shows up. I'm like, "Michael, what the fuck, dude?" <laughs> No, You've been hiding this girl out? Like, and he said the same thing to me like, like, when we were playing uh, on Thursday nights. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, you know, can your girlfriend track a ball in the outfield was my only question. That was my own, like, only thing. And she and shows said, up and said, she's... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then you see Carrie and she's just like the fastest the one out there. Knows exactly what the, <laughs> yeah. fuck, like, the fuck to just, do. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, Michael was like... Way to, way to undersell. Way to undersell. She's way better than your me. Your gal. And on the mic, here's Carrie from John. I'm, yeah. I'm just the secret weapon. It's totally fine. But it's my Carrie. It's <laughs> KBKL and K635. I love yeah, my yeah. squads. Represent Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just nice things. Just nice things. By, by the way, <laughs> right there is a nice little rivalry to argue the two, you know, who's the best you know, lady in league between Carrie and Angela. It's, it's you both are really, really, really good. So, yeah, so they're very good. good. They're very good. We're on the Who, same uh, team. No, We're the same a package team. deal. It's a rivalry. No, that's why KVK has a rivalry. No, no, no. no. Who, mm. who was the team that beat wow. Muddy in 2019? There was one team that beat him. Was it JDE? It was JDE. JDE beat Muddy. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no, that, that was the year yeah, before when no, they were. Rank play, they lost one. JDE beat uh, Muddy Waters on rank. That, that was when KTC <laughs> beat the shit out of Muddy Waters in the championship game. So that was 2018. Yeah, right, right, right. No, it was it was JDE. They beat Muddy Waters uh, in 2018. Did 20, Love right, so no, it was JDE. Yeah, only one team has beat uh, the champion in the past. You know, year and a half, roughly, and it was JDE. Yeah, they beat the crap out of Johnny's last time they played. I think they get the respect here. I'm picking JDE, JDE. by two. Like I said, okay, they beat Post House uh, last year in rank play. Did they not, Simon? And oh, they yeah. beat uh, Mighty Mars. Like said, they whooped our asses. The Johnny's get this prop. Johnny's gets a prop, and, and, and they should. But people are underestimating JDE. No, no, no. Well, I think that's the problem is that in the ones we underestimate JDE because we're like, oh fuck, it's a shoe in. Like it's JDE. Like it's yeah, Avery. Sloppy. They're sloppy. It's Avery. It's finally like you know what you're getting. Yeah. But that's the problem, right? Johnny's is hungry as fuck. I know that they're hungry. They're out for the ones. They want to be in the ones. I've got Johnny's. I think JD is still hungry too. Drop the mic. I disagree. I think <laughs> just, I think J, I think JD has more like big game experience, like you said, beating Money Waters, being post house. That's Let, why let's leave it there. I don't like betting against Angel. No, they didn't beat post house. <laughs> they beat whatever our team name was. Jack was a jackpot. <laughs> Black stag. Black stag. Black stag. You're on the team, dude. Yeah, I was the captain of the team. Yeah. Oh From the black God. stag to the hot brown in one season. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to be the, what's your dog's name? Oh, bird dog. The yeah. bird dog. Oh, bird dog. I mean, yeah. secretly we are. We are. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have Poshwash at Cougars Mahomies. Oh, gosh. Sean, where are you? Are you still here? No. Posh. 
So what's the line there, uh, uh, Ben? On the I said it was 15. I think oh, Posh gosh. gets healthy here. Although I didn't realize that they, uh, when I said that, I didn't realize they had three returning players. So maybe let's drop that to nine and a half. Nine and a half? Yeah. Oh, boy, I'd take that. Um, no, I'm not betting. Man. I'm not going to bet who are the winner, over, under. We're going to lose, but I'm not going to bet over, under nine and a half, no. So, um, no, no, the Posh doesn't win. They'll win. When Cougar doesn't bet, I know it's an under. I don't bet. Uh, I can, everyone, 888-BETS-OFF. If you're getting a problem, 888-BETS-OFF. All right, next everyone up, we have uh, our second pick'em. It is yep. Arbar at Youngspine. So I play both these teams, and I say that Arbar, yeah, sorry, Arbar Rum Runners against Youngspine. I say Arbar has slightly better defense. Youngspine has slightly better offense. Okay. Anybody want to? Uh, so, yeah. does the sponsor, does Yacy play for that? For Young yeah. Spine? Yes, she, she does. does. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go for Young Spine. I'll go Young Spine also. Do I need to predict a, an actual score? No, no, no. We're going to get one of them. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go Young Spine also. I, I uh, second that. I'm going Young Spine as well. It's going to be close, though. Yeah, it will. Yeah. I have to pick Arbar now. You guys all picked Youngspine. <laughs> oh, you already picked Arbar initially anyways. Right, well, right, well, right. Well, going uh, Youngspine. So, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I'll take Arbar. Oh, by the way, real quick. Sorry. Uh, the standings here from last week. Um, ben, you went 1-2. and MC went 1-2. Uh, that would be Adam. Somehow, somehow, um, Marisa went 2-1 and one with her wacky <laughs> Yes, she told And you. somehow, I went 3-0. Oh. I don't know how that happened. Hey! Oh. Oh. So, Ben, myself, and the MC went are 5-4. and four. The guest is 4-5. and five. So, really tight contest. Sorry, Ben, you couldn't replicate your 27-3 and three from uh, two years ago. Yeah. With well, a know. bonus oh, point. Hey, on the flip side, I'm pretty sure between us all, we called all the shutouts. Some of us disagreed. We did. That's true. I think we did, yeah. So that's, we're, we're good at that. All right. So next up we have Sorry. Free State at Brutang. So this is kind of like the uh, opposite of the BNG game. Um, so if uh, Free State, so I had BNG losing the next two and dropping. Yeah. I had Free State winning the next two and rising. Yep. And I, I think they're going to flip spots. I, I got Free State. Does anybody, uh, does anybody give Brutang a chance here? They've been respectable for a new team. No. 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 So uh, the the third baseman for Free State, Austin, uh, that's his name, right? Yeah. Austin, Austin Myers, yeah. Amazing. He's an amazing player. He was very upset about our game, and rightfully so. You know, it wasn't great for their team. But, dude, he is he's such good. a good player. Yeah, he he's is a good player. such a good player. Yes. And he will be out for blood after after that game. That's a, It's actually a good. They're um, veteran players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a good backward segue to what we were talking about, top half, bottom half. Yeah. A third baseman like that can put you in the top half on his own. Yeah. 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 Or if you sell pictures taken by a drone. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Top, yeah. top half. <laughs> but real quick the Free State. Free State, much like, uh, you know, Lawrence Shirt Factory, they're in a little transition. Um, not as good they were two years ago when they beat Chalmers in the, in the first round of, in the playoffs. They're in a little transition. They're just not as good as they were. They're in a tough division, too. They're in a tough division, right. But, even yeah. so, like, but they only beat, um, like... Yeah, um, Cougar, you called that the toughest division at the outset. Actually, multiple I did, yes, that's yeah. true. So, but, but, you know, not they, for Post House. I feel bad for my little rascals out there. I know. I feel bad for them, too. But Free State, no, no, yeah, yeah, Free State only beat Bun Grind 6-4. So it's like, right. uh, I know Bun Grind's better, but... Uh, 
Yeah, yeah so you have to be determined whether button grind is that much better or free state's that much worse. I though. think free state's gotten worse. Honestly, for me, well, we'll see. Worse, if they so. beat the shit out of the next two teams, then we might be speaking of a different yeah. tune. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next up we have Reading Rockets at Corksuckers. <laughs> Reading Rockets in their inimitable quest for the six seed. Um, yeah, somehow Reading Rockets only lost 16 to 6 to Harpies? Yeah. What the heck? I figured Harpies would win by. Well, I have to quote, unfortunately, that one dude by 20. I think Harpies slept walk through that game, just guessing. Or something. I don't know what they were doing. 16 6. I'm like, what? By the well, way, the Rockets I, are getting better. By the way, I do have video evidence of Grant saying that he was going to beat all of the one seeds, including my team. All oh, of the one no. seeds? Oh, yeah. Is that guaranteed? Video evidence. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. He said he was coming oh, no. for my team. I would take that bet oh, specifically. No, no, no. Stacy, what? Aye, aye, aye. All right, Why would you allow Grant to do this type of guarantee? He doesn't actually of... think that. What? No, he does. Explain, Stacy. We bunted in the first. After that, there were no more bunts allowed. We moved around. We had a fun game. Uh-huh. Rockets ran. We like had a lot of like hero throws that we shouldn't have done, but we were having fun. Yeah. You know. That's no, it. That's it. Now let's talk about Grant and, and that Grant guarantee. Grant wasn't there. He thinks that's what, you know, whatever. Whatever. I was talking about video evidence about being the one. Grant's in the house. Yeah, that's what hey, we're talking about. We're, we're talking about future games here. Future games, yeah. So. All, right. All right, next up we have Soda Jerks at Honey Badgers. Hold on, did we pick on the last one? Do we have to? No. Do we have to? <laughs> it's Cork Suckers. It's Cork Suckers. If anybody wants it's to support Rockets, I'll give you suckers. odds. Yeah. It's yeah. Cork Suckers. All right, next up we had uh, Soda Jerks at Honey Badgers. Oh, jeez. Um, does anybody want to pick jerks here? No. 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 Sorry. So. Why are you be sorry? Derek Davis, sorry. No, don't be sorry to Derek. He's okay. fine. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Derek Davis, you're, if you're listening, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> also, good luck this Saturday in your disc, disc golf uh, tournament. Yeah. Uh, Josh, if you're listening, we all love you very much. Absolutely love you. Yep. Amen. Next up, Love Garden at Home Loans. This uh, this doesn't seem like a fun oh, game. Is Home Loans a score run this season? No, 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 no. Okay, that's – okay. Number one, I just want to say, it's my stepbrother who is the captain of the team. He had and, like and two best, weeks and to get the team together. Yeah. They had two weeks to get their game together. Yeah. And I ask him every single week, are you having fun? Like, are you, you know, you guys lost by like how many? I told him it was going to be bad against Post House. And he said, yeah. And I asked him like, are you planning on coming back this year? And he said, we're in this. Like, we're yeah. going to come back. We're going to come back every year. So yeah. I commend yeah. that. Like, I commend coming out, not being able to score, and just learning every week. I mean, he went to Dick's Sporting Goods and bought a kickball and thought, like, this ball's red. Like, is this the same ball we play with? And not knowing, like, it's no, well we have to get <laughs> special balls. We got them from Stacy. We're trying. I'm going to try to help him a little bit more, but I think they're having fun, and I hope they have fun in the sixes. I will say we were 32 out of 32 for a long time. Yep. And now, you know, we're going to be either in the ones or the twos this year. So, I mean, th- there's yeah. only one way to go, yeah. and it's up for them. Totally. So They're having I fun. Just, yeah. I just, they could, that's the good news is let's, they could not possibly let's, let's do bring worse them than down, they have Bring them down. <laughs> well, it's no, just, and I think that's something to be said about the league, and they enjoy even being out there just for an right. hour and a half. Like even the against league us. and against Post House, yeah. like they're having a good time. Yeah, right. no, they were a great team. Like, like I said, like her, your your stepbrother, like man, he, Gage. yeah, Gage, he was amazing. Their first baseman was amazing. Actually, honestly, all of their players were amazing for the because a lot of it was their, their first time ever playing. Um, they kept up their spirit the whole time. Yeah. I mean. Great potential there, yeah. yeah, for sure. I just have to be, to be the you know bear, uh, you know the 
bad news. I thought the 17 nothing to uh, but uh, Bunny Grind has never shot anybody. It's Bunny Grind. It's a 17 nothing to the home. I was like, what? Well, never that, 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 like, that, 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 that just sh- shows what we talked about. Experience matters, you know. They so. never shut yeah. out the Mahomes. Yeah. That no, no, no. Bun Grind's never got shut out. Never in their whole entire franchise yeah. history. They never got shut out. Yeah. All right, so instead yeah. of picking the winner here, why don't we, uh, why don't we just take a uh, vote on whether we think they'll score their first run this week? No. I don't think so, no. but I'll try to help them with their lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wait till the sixes. They're, they're, yeah, they'll get shut out by Free State the week after. Yeah. No. It's, all, no. it's all uphill no. from here. Yeah. Hang in there, home loans. All right, uh, next up we have Ghosts at Louise's. Talking about Ophers, both of these teams are 0-3. There it is. And uh, this is the, the battle for the sixes. Basically, five and six with Ghosts and Louise's. Yep, very likely. Wild boys! Wild boys! Wild boys! Wild boys! Wild boys! <laughs> I'm going to go with the Ghosts because Cosgrove's going to bring that W. It's got to be the Ghosts. I'm going with Ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think experience wins experience here, but if, uh, sure. especially if Cosgrove brings in that hot brown defense. Hot brown, oh my gosh. <laughs> hot brown? Next up, we have uh, Empire at Drop Stoppers. Empire has done better this year than they did last year, uh, but it's a, it's a small improvement. So does anybody, anybody have uh, Drop Stoppers on an off week here? Assuming um, Bryson's back, they might be worse than they were last week. So my older sister plays for Empire. Um, she was supposed to play for Hannah's team. Kind of got shafted in that situation. Uh, uh, ended up on Empire. Um, well, Empire's done better than Home Loans so far, so I don't know. Right. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So my sister versus Angela's stepbrother. I'm going to go with my sister. I mean, they're not playing each other, but no. <laughs> I don't know. So you think Empire's going to score a run? This is getting out of hand. <laughs> All right. Next up we have... Woost at Lafey's. Woost is looking at a three and one record here. Yeah, no, I'll be Woost. Yeah, I don't see the shout out. I got Woost. No shout out. I've got Woost. Yeah. All right. Are you gonna call a shout out, David? Come on, Dave. No Just comment. Say it. Just say it. He's no comment. That means he wants to. I mean, he wants that to. That doesn't know that. Shout outs are fascist. Let them score. Dan Mano wins. <laughs> yeah, we'll let him score. All right, last one. What? We have Game of the Week is back. Red Lion Tavern, our sponsor, at Red Lion? the Ladybird Harpies. So the bar oh, versus the breakfast place. Look at Grant and Chris no, Liverby. They're like so close. Look at them. School. They're so close to each other. In the audience. Look at them. I want these to be a boxing face-off, like, like where you stare at each other for like 10 seconds. I like that. Yeah, stare, stare at each other. Let's no, hear no, it. No, they're hugging. No, God, that's uh, not how you do in boxing. Stop Grant it. or Chris, do you have a prediction here? But I like that Grant had to pick him up. I'm sure, Grant, <laughs> I'm sure Grant has a prediction. Let's come on, Grant. Grant. Come, on, come, on, come on, Grant. Come on. Hello, Grant. You're young and full of juice. Give us Let's a, give see us a what out-of-control prediction you have here. Let's Here's go. Here's Grant from Harpies. Our prediction is going to be one of the most fun game of the weeks that we've had in a long time. Uh, it's been <laughs> At a least time. a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Closer, closer, closer. Closer, Grant. No, I, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited to have like a competitive game coming into this. Uh, got a lot of new players on my team, and I'm really excited to have them kind of see what it's all about, especially under the lights. Um, uh, so it's, deflower them, basically. I just hope we're gonna keep on doing what we've been doing, and if I, you know, by 15, be cool. By the way, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as long as whatever, you know, as long as all my players stay on the field and don't go to the hospital, 
like the last time we played now, the now, Lion. Now, Grant, real quick. Hold on. Before you go, Grant, 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 Grant. That was a Grant, very loose prediction, Grant, but it was go, yeah, Lady Bird by 15 is what remember, he said. You guys have never <laughs> won a game of the week, haven't you? You've never won. No, no, we have never won the game of the week. Okay, fine, whatever. Hey, still. Stacey, you wanted this win. one. Stacey, you wanted win. this one. Okay. Number two, number two. If I recall, you and Kyle against Poshwash went too much cowboy up running and the cost you runs and losing to Poshwash. That could be definitely a possibility because that was like four or five years ago and I was 21 years old and coaching a team and are I was... Are you cut that stuff down or are you going to oh, be cowboy up running? I think, uh, I think I've, I've learned my lessons. Okay. I think I've learned my lessons. So. I think uh, I it's so. going to be a good game. I, right, I mean, all right, I'm not saying I'm going to win by 15. You're facing another uh, team it's who looks by six. Up running as red Lady line. Lady Bird by six. Six. And speaking, right. and speaking right. of master cowboy up running, here's Chris. Oh, thank you, Cougar. Chris, Welcome. red line here. Uh, it's going to be a great game no matter what. That's what we're going to have here for have some fun. Last time we played, I think they came back and beat us. Yeah, Late. it was a nice back-and-forth game. Yeah, and it I was close the whole time. Credit yep. to, to a Ladybird. I think that's the most runs we've given up in like four years or so something like that. We know it's going to be a good game. I have no idea about our team. We haven't had a complete team yet together this whole season. This weekend should be somewhat close. Uh, the important part is we're all going to have a whole bunch of fun. And seventh inning stretch should be a good one for sure this time. Oh. We're bringing back the league-wide shotgun. Boom. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have Troy Pomeroy leading the way for us, too. If he comes to the game of the week, we shall see. The invite is out to him. And I'll always have my teams back, so red line by five. By the way, for those shotgun, only 20 or older, younger, don't do it. Go ahead, Cosgrove. Where's it, Matthew? Okay, so I've been watching both these teams for years. And um, after seeing Red Lion shit talk wild man into a loss i don't think the harpies can handle the trash talk and the mind games that can happen from <laughs> red lions bench well they won't do they won't do that versus them they only do it versus us i i, I think grant is going to be literally angry at chris after this uh, game i don't know i don't know Simon. Uh, so, the, so the secret sauce here is uh hensley is playing a show at replay at 5 30 and we're all going to practice for this game by going to the show oh and even God. before that though oh, no. the euro cup starts this weekend the red line will open at 8 a.m yes if anybody wants to come watch england versus croatia nice, nice. and get an even earlier practice going red come on line, down red line gets better the drunker they are and we could have players on the team that have been drinking since eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> so i don't know here i'm going red line <laughs> who, who, who you guys got red line okay anybody else um, I'm going to go with Harpies. I have a lot of ex-athletes um, that I trained since they were, like, in seventh grade. So I'd like to see them kick some, kick some old ass out there. By the way, are these kids there, did they feel the wrath of the Impaler as their They trainers? did, they yes, very much. And they played D1 soccer. Yeah. What's, yeah, let's go second yeah. gen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Harpies. Red Lion only beats teams that they can talk shit against, so... They actually like the harpies, and so they won't be like mean spirited and. I think harpies and have an like talk personal shit against them. Being and drunk by Simon, 9 p.m. Simon, we like every team except for the one you're playing for, and we beat people constantly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You guys only get personal when you you play against us. I'll go next. Stacy, how long we know each other? How, how how long we know each other for a while? I don't know. You, how long have I always picked against you? 
almost every time, almost every time, unless it's obvious. Um, guess what? I, I am picking guess. Yeah, that'll be red line. Cougar's always wrong. The Cougar curse does not exist. Be quiet. Stop it. No, it does not. No, it does not. Yeah, thanks a lot, Cougar. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm the reason why if you're a team loser, I pick you uh, uh, with, with you guys to win. Yeah, Stop it. absolutely. Yeah, oh, sure, that's exactly how it works with yeah, KBK. If we lose, I'm spiking your drink with cyanide next week. This <laughs> is dark. Uh, so, Harpies has won all their games by double digits so far this year. That, I think that says something, even though... But you have a shutout. You have a shutout on your belt. Yeah. Um, but really, I think the you know question what? is... It's Sorry, you just said no shutouts. I don't want to shut out a team. No, no, no. They have a shutout under their belt. Grant, 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 Grant. I said they have a shutout under their belt. They shut out under their belt earlier this season. That's it's what it really is saying the same thing two different ways. <laughs> so, Grant, really the question is not uh, whether or not I'm going to pick us, but what are we betting? Oh, no. There we go. Aww. Don't fall in the trap, I don't Grant. know, Ben. Don't what are we it. betting? Don't do it, Grant. I, don't know. I think you I, have something uh, good in mind here. I, I can promise we won't try to send anybody on your team to the hospital this time. That'd be great. I'd appreciate that. Um, let's bet. <laughs> wow, my mind is racing in all sorts of dirty directions. <laughs> um, I don't know. How deep do you want to get here? Mm, what kind of deep are we talking about? Well, I'm talking about uh, loser has to buy the entire winner's team a shot at the bar. All right. Yeah? I mean, that's kind of unfair, though. You got the red line. You're going to get, like, the discount over here. No, no. Loser has to buy the winner um, a shot for everybody on the team at a bar of their choosing. How's that? It's got to be at one bar, though. No. All right. All right. All right. I, I like that. Dude, we can uh, actually. How about this? If uh, if Red Lion wins, you have to buy us all a shot at Red Lion. Ladybird wins, we'll come down and buy you a shot at Ladybird. Except for Ladybird isn't open yet, which they will be opening up soon for some carryout things going on. You're on to me. Or we'll just come to Red Lion and take a shot there. That yeah, sounds okay. good to me too. Right. Yeah. Shots for either side. All of my legal players. Yeah. Chris, you got my back if we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the carryout, Grant. All legal players. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it should be a great game. Yeah. Does anybody have uh, anything else they want to say? Nope. No? Shout outs? Somebody give a shout out. Shout out to Dave I'm Owens. Happy birthday. <laughs> shout out to Simon Skinner. Happy birthday. Love you, bro. <laughs> Love you too. Angela, you want to shout out anybody? Wild Boys. Shout out what? Wild Boys. Oh, shout out Wild Boys. Wild Boys. <laughs> Bachelor party. I know you guys saw those snaps. Oh, yeah. Shout out. I'll shout out Lou, your worst half. <laughs> Lou. Uh, Where's he at? In the bathroom. Uh, Cookie, you ready to take us out? I'm ready. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I really hope this stayed live the entire time. I think we fixed it, but couldn't be 100% sure. Yeah. We finished a half hour earlier than last time, and that discussion lasted forever. <laughs> that should tell you how drunk we were the last one. Have a good night.
Yeah, that's Who made great. those puns? Those were great. Who made those puns? So we need to talk about Chris Neverby and uh, his amazing bar, the Red Lion Tavern. Thank you for joining us for Matthew Cosgrove's After Podcast Party. You can show up there and, oh my God, can, can, I'm going to describe this photo of Grant in the bathtub. So he's doing, uh, it's a triangle bathtub with a lot of granite tiles. He's looking like a member of the Jamaican bobsleds team. He has a pair of really terrible Chuck Converse underneath the faucet with some really tight brown pants. But the yellow, purple, and red vertical striped shirt is kind of doing it for me. He has one arm up over his shoulder. His left arm looks like, oh, he has a mask on his forearm. But he has a yellow flat brim hat backwards with his Donegal beard. A Donegal beard is your classic Irish Alaskan fisherman beard. That's the captain of a losing team if I ever saw He's one. doing a little look like, I really think the red line needs to put out shirts for this week with this on it. Because this is amazing. Um, it looks like uh, if you go on to uh, Pornhub.com and look for Amateur Grant, this is the first thing you'll see. Because I don't know what I'm feeling here. But there's no water in the hot tub, but he's in there. It's no drinks either, but he looks like he's ready to go. So can Look for this photo on the beer board on the untapped board at the Red Lion Tavern yeah. all week long. So the untapped drink for the Grant Alvers. Ask for SWM. Um, thank you, everybody. Um, I am your uh, late night commentator, and have a great time.